It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Simon Barrett, and this is another edition of the News in Reviews. Sorry, the Week in Reviews. Can't read. Uh, It's probably because I don't have my glasses on. There again, putting them on makes it even harder to read. Um, (laughs) My guest today is a musician, a solo musician. Um, he, uh, is in the realm of what some people call New Age music. I hate the term. I I think it should be banned. I much prefer neoclassical. Anyway, his name is Holland Phillips, and he has a cracking new album out. Holland, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Simon. It's great to talk to you. So, let's start with uh, something simple. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Holland Phillips? That's a tough question, actually. Um, You know, (laughs) I'm a musician, and and I think I've been one my whole life. Um, My mom is a music teacher, so... In my earliest recollection is of music. She would play music. She would bring instruments home. So there was constantly music everywhere in the house. And uh, I would steal the instruments that she brought home and try to learn how to play them. I don't know if you know what an auto harp is, mm-hmm. but she used to use that in her teaching classes. And, you know, she would bring that home. And those are very, very easy to play, which is really kind of where I started. Right. <laughs> And my dad was a big jazz band aficionado, so there was always music going on in the house. And let's see, I think probably from about five, she bought me a guitar, and I started on guitar and piano, trying to teach myself, and just kept going through with music ever since. Are you uh, self-taught, or um, is there some schooling involved? You know, I, I, I would say self-taught, but that's just not true. Um, I seem to take lessons, um, music lessons, about everything. So I took piano lessons way back when, and then I took guitar lessons, and I eventually ended up going to um, college for music. So... My parents actually wanted me to find a career that actually could pay money, so I ended up um, beginning to uh, go to music education. And in my sophomore year, the first junior, I think, first semester junior year, I had to teach a, a, a sixth grade class as a student teacher. And I only made it to one class. 
the kids, the kids were brutal. <laughs> they were so mean. <laughs> so when I got done with that, my guidance counselor pulled me in and said, you know what? You are not a teacher. Change your major. So I changed it to music composition. So because of that, I learned all the instruments. I learned, uh, I learned all the classics. Um, I took piano lessons, and I did brass instruments, and it just kind of went from there. <laughs> a couple of days ago, um, I interviewed an author. Um, there, there is a point to this story. Um, she has just written a, a great book. Actually, it, it's more like she's rewritten a book. Um, she released a, uh, a, a young adult novel, um, I think it was five years ago, and people kept asking her about, you know, how do you write a book? You know, where do the characters come from? How do you uh, select the setting? So she dissected the book chapter by chapter, chapter of the book, and then notes on what the chapter was about and, and the purpose for the chapter. And it, riveting stuff. It, it would make for, a, make for a great community college um, uh, you know, lecture series. So that is I, I fascinating. Yeah, I, I have a friend um, in Youngstown, just up the road from you, who mm -hmm. happens to be a teacher. And so I send him a copy, and I, I said, Sam, read this book. I mean, th this is heaven sent for, for uh, teaching. And his response was, bit curt, you forget, <laughs> I teach Six to eight grade heathens in the inner city. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that is. I met some sixth graders that were tougher than me, too. Uh, that's a tough job. Well, I, think, I think everyone should write a book at least once in their life. It is, it is an exercise, it is an exercise in, in complications. Are you an author as well? Well, I've actually written three, I think. Um, my first one I tossed out completely because it was horrible and decided that I actually wanted to learn how to do it. So along with writing music, I also write books, fantasy novels. Oh, how Which is actually you know, some, of, some of the things, some of the songs on this, on this new album um, following the theme of one of the of books that I'd written. Ah, I think we'll, um, I've, I've bookmarked that, so uh, I shall be returning to that subject. Anyway, um, let's talk a, a little bit about your uh, new album. The, the title is A Presence of Three Minds. Tell us a little bit about the album. Okay, so I, when I started writing this album, actually the previous album had, hadn't quite come out yet. Um, but again, it takes such a long time for things to work 
that um, I begin writing, you know, probably three to four months before the new album comes out. So by the time last year's album came out, I was already halfway through. I was writing furiously, um, just one song to the next. Um, right after the album came out, I, um, I had to take a, a three or four month break. I had a series of uh, personal losses that I had to deal with. So I took a long break, and when I finally got back into the studio, um, I actually started writing again, but the songs came out different this time. So my original theme for the album was to focus on water, how important it is in our lives, how we need to take care of it, and as you'll see, some of the songs from the album, especially the first one and a couple others, are focused on water just to help create awareness. And that's what it was supposed to be. But that break that I took actually created some sadness. So when I got back into the studio, a whole set of songs came out with that sadness really, really deeply ingrained into the music. And the third idea just happened to pop out was from the book that I'd written, which is that fantasy novel that I was talking to you about. So that's where the presence of three minds comes from. And I wasn't really sure that all those three different themes would fit together. So I actually wrote probably two albums worth of material off of those two sessions. And when I sat down in the studio to put them together, I had no intention or no belief that they would actually fit together in any, you know, in any kind of cohesive form. But when I actually sat down and put them in order, they, they did come out and I thought it sounded great. And that's how it ended up with the album name. Oh, yes. I mean, I, I have interviewed many, many uh, musicians. Um, that, that is one of the most unique stories for uh, <laughs> a, an album title. Anyway, let, let's play a, a, a track. This is track one, From the Depths.
it's a, a great track. Um, oh, thank you so much. Right, I I listen to um, a, a lot of music, and yeah, some of it's uh, this new age stuff. And one of the problems I I have with uh, the, the new age world, particularly with uh, solo artists, is the sameness of, of tracks on on yes. their albums. You know, you, you yes. listen to one track, you've listened to them all. You know, let's let's move on. Um, <clears throat> your your album isn't at all like that. Uh, you know, it, it it gets me in trouble too. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> You know, I've I've never, you know, I I don't really like the term new age, although that's what it fits into. But I agree with you. The I think the typical definition of new age is very consonant, droning music, and you know all the songs tend to sound the same. And I've just never believed that it had to be long or or boring or the same chord over and over to be able to make new age music. So. You know, I kind of break the rules, and it tends to get me in trouble sometimes. But, you know, I also use I use live instruments. In that song, there was flute, um, and I played a live guitar. So I mix instruments in there. Um, but my influences, I think, you know, from, from my mom and from working the classicals and my dad with the big band, you know, jazz theme, I, I played so many different genres that I just tend to borrow from all of them um, thinking I can still make beautiful new age music without really following, you know, the normal, the normal rules. Right. My, my favorite new age story. This is absolutely true. Um, <clears throat> I was living in Calgary and um, my wife and I, uh, got invited to a New Age concert. Um, the, the star was a, an Indian sitar player. And mm-hmm. I have to admit that in my youth, I was a hippie. And, uh, um, yeah, you know, I, I loved all of the um, Indian influence. Uh, there was a band called Quintessence who pounded out uh, tons of prog rock uh, albums, always with sitar. So, I mean, I couldn't resist. Off we went to this concert. It was held in uh, one of the nicest churches in Calgary. And uh, I made it to half-time and then I just had to leave. The guy was oh, so boring. You know, that's too and funny. You couldn't even you couldn't even clap. You know, anyone that yes. clapped got uh, <laughs> shouted at. Don't oh, clap. that's funny. <laughs> you know, I went I went to an awards ceremony where they were playing for New Age, and they were doing New Age, and they have uh, they had a whole bunch of different artists for this award ceremony and album of the year and things like that. And I, I have to tell you, I fell asleep in the middle of it <laughs> in my own genre. <laughs> so 
I, I totally get it. For it's you know, I think it's great. That's just not me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. So, I I vote. Um, we, we take another track out for a spin. This is Perfect. the order of things.
Although, Thank you. I, I have to admit that, uh, that there's a part right in the middle where I, I think, you know, you're building up, something's going to happen, and you, you, you kind of take the listener to the edge of the cliff, but you don't jump off. You know, I have an interesting story about that. I'm sure you've heard of the song Abacab by Genesis, right? Right. So really, 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 really popular song. And um, a lot of people don't know that when they were actually in the studio recording that song, the words really don't mean anything. And they had to figure out what they were supposed to call it. So what they did was called it Abacab because that is the format they used. So Abacab is actually an acronym for um, a song structure where A is a verse, B is a bridge to a chorus, and C is the chorus. And so since the words didn't mean anything, they used that as a working title. And that was, <laughs> if you listen to it, that's the format that it runs in. So I actually heard that song come on the radio and I was listening to it and thinking about the format they used. And, and that format is actually, you know, in, uh, done in most modern music, where you have a verse and then a chorus and then a bridge to a chorus. And, and it's done in a particular order like that. So I was listening to the song and I'm like, you know, what would happen if I actually wrote a song backwards? I wonder if it would come out. And so I effectively wrote this song backwards. If you listen to it, I do the bridge first, then the chorus, and then the verse at the end, which is why it never really kind of, it gets right to the edge, but doesn't go over. It actually <laughs> is, ab, it's a song like Abacab written backwards. <laughs> and I didn't even know if it would work out, but when I got finished, I listened to it and it just sounded so different and so cool to listen to that I actually included it on the album. I'm, well, I, I'm really glad that, uh, that you you have an explanation because <laughs> I, I was just going stir crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's why it's called the order of things because I did it backwards. Right. <laughs> what a, what an absolutely splendid um, explanation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we've listened. We, we've listened to uh, two tracks, both of which are uh, excellent. Let's do some shameless commercialization. Um, Perfect. Where, where can where can people um, buy copies of this very very fine uh, album? Well, I appreciate it. The, uh, and um, hopefully, if things are working out the way they're supposed to, they should be able to find it almost anywhere. So it's on Amazon, it's on CD Baby, it's on Bandcamp, um, it's on all the streaming channels. You would find it on Pandora, you would find it on SoundCloud. Um, it's also, um, you can find it on my website. That gives you links to where you can pick it up. Um, and that website is www musicbyholland.com um, but hopefully you can find it almost anywhere even on Sirius Radio 
Ooh. <laughs> that, that, that means you must be good. Well, <laughs> I don't know if everybody knows that, but I hope I am. Right. Well, I, I certainly think you are. Um, I, as I understand it, um, th- this is actually your eighth album. Um, are, are the others uh, also listed on your uh, website? They are. They're all on there. I've actually been writing music since about 1994 and putting albums out. Um, so it's been a, a very, very long time. Um, and you can hear the progression from album to album. I think I started out more um, eclectic um, and, and worked it down to a, into a smoother um, sound. But I've always been, you know, a player against the grain. So, I, and I've always believed I could do new age in a popular song format, um, and it makes it more fun to listen to. So, have yeah, they're, they're all available con- out there. Have you ever considered? adding uh, a a vocal layer. There is one album, or there's a couple different times. Um, I actually did some spoken word, I think, on my first album, um, a song called The Quest, and I got told by everybody not to include it, that we don't do voices in New Age music, and don't put it on there, (laughs) don't do it. So (laughs) I did it anyway. Um, and it came out great. So every every couple albums, I will put background vocals in, or I'll put um, I'll put something in somewhere that's different because I think they, the voice is just another instrument. Yes. Um, how long? Uh, I I know this is a bit of a how long is a piece of string question. Um, <laughs> how long does it take you to? Uh, compose a song that's that's a great question and the answer is is more difficult than it would appear so there are times when everything seems to be working right that i can compose a song in an hour maybe with 15 or 16 different instruments or tracks um because sometimes the sounds are already in my head and all I have to do is get them down, you know, onto the onto the disc. Um, but the finishing of that one song, um, it, it can take anywhere from an hour to never. You know, I, I can I can work on a song and it comes out, and then I go to clean it up and to fix it and to make it work. And I just don't think it's great, and so I put it in the trash pile and start another one. So sometimes they never come out, <laughs> but in the end, from beginning to end, it probably takes four to five months of t- of tweaking and fixing. And because I really believe that there's a relationship between the instruments, um, I liken it to when you meet somebody and you immediately don't like them and you don't know why, and there's no reason. Or you might meet somebody and you automatically like them for no apparent reason. And I think that's the waves, the electrical energy that people put out. They either mesh or they clash. The same thing goes for music. And I think the instruments have to mesh together in order to sound complete. So sometimes it takes me a really, really long time to get just the right instrument 
along with the other instruments so that they mesh together correctly. Um, you you um, obviously use some uh, guitar. <coughs> you, you mentioned the flute. And it, it seems like your uh, main weapon uh, is the keyboard. What, what is, it is the um, what, what is your favorite keyboard? It clearly <laughs> is not your box standard piano. You, you know, you know, each one is my favorite for what it does. I've always had the belief that that each instrument or each keyboard or synthesizer has certain sounds and there are songs inside those particular sounds that work for just one song, but not anything else. So as a result, I've collected, you know, probably two or three dozen (laughs) keyboards um, over the years. So I have, I have just an enormous number of them um, because they all only hold so much inside them. You know, a stringed instrument on one keyboard might not work for a particular song, but the stringed instrument on another one might. So I guess if I had a favorite, um, I really enjoy the Yamaha. Really makes some beautiful synthesizers and beautiful sounds. Um, But, you know, I have all all of them. (laughs) You're not the first uh, person to uh, say that to me. Um. Let's play uh, a- another track. Um, I really, really like this track. It's track eight in the Queen's Court. Let's play it and then let's talk about it.
was some background noise while it was playing. Suddenly, the skies just opened, and we we had one of those great uh, 30-second um, Mississippi uh, storms. Now wow. it stopped. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, uh, the, the, the song has the feel of being regal, being royal. Um, I'm assuming you did that on purpose. You know, the, this song was a lot of fun to play with. Um, it, it really is my version of, of, of chamber music at its at its heart. Um, I think it's formal and it's old world and you can see yourself, you know, um, watching royalty, but, um, it also holds them, you know, I think a familiar modern feel to it. Um, partly because of the instruments I used, but, you know, in some of it, I think you can, you know, almost see the castle and the queen wandering about the halls. It's, uh, and, and it was also me playing around with with time signatures. I had it was in four four time and 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 I threw three four time in. So I was kind of just musically messing around with with chamber music. Um, I really like the harpsichord keyboard that really gives it oh, that old world feel. The the harpsichord is one of my all time favorite uh, instruments. Um, the for, for those not familiar with it, it's piano, except the uh, strings are plucked rather than bashed. I, I think that's the layman's term, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Definitely. It is. Yeah, it gives it a right. very, very distinctive sound. Oh, yes. <laughs> so... What's next? What do you have planned? Well, I'm already about halfway through my next album. Um, as I, to- I think I told you, I wrote about two albums worth of material for this album. So I had a lot left over when the album was done. So I'm taking those and, and reworking them. And um, I think um, in probably six or eight months, I'm going to come out with another album. And uh, in the meantime, I have um, I have videos to put out um, to support this one, which are, which are um, not only frustrating but they're fun. Um, um, and just continue on the musical path. Right. <laughs> videos. When can we expect to uh, see them? Well, there is also there's already one. Um, the second song on the album is called Oceanside. It's kind of a fun little, um, little oceany, beachy type um, song that I played some live instruments in. And that is already out on YouTube um, and available to see. Um, that came out I, nice. I, they just, they, they, go ahead. I, I assume uh, go to YouTube and do a search on... But, Holland Phillips Holland. will uh, find it. We'll bring it right up, yes. All right. Yeah, videos well, Videos take me a little longer than most because, you know, a lot of people just put, you know, a picture up there 
um, or an album picture and then play the music. And, and I just, you know, I like to take more time than that. So it takes me quite a while to gather enough videos together or build a storyline and do a storyboard and try to try to build a video that is also, you know, fun to watch. Uh, I'm guessing this is going to be my last question, but one never knows. Um, Actually, it might be my uh, last question. What 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 sort of uh, response are you getting from, uh, from people that have listened to the album? I've gotten some really, really nice, um, strong reviews. Um, everybody's everybody's saying that it's that it's a great album and that um, they really enjoy listening to it, um, which is really nice to see. Um, we've gotten some great beginning sales, so it looks like that you know people are beginning to hear it and and hear about it um, and look for it, which I think is great. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you can't wish for more than that. Um, okay, I'm I'm looking at the clock, and I I think we're uh, getting close to being out of time. Um, Holland, is, is there anything that you want to tell us? You know, uh, some question that I didn't ask and I should have asked. And you just uh, Simon, I just, I just, I just appreciate the ability to to talk about it and to, um, you know, to have you ask about it so that I can get it out there and and people can hear it. Um, to me, it's all about what people feel and you know how they feel when they listen to it. It really is not about the making of it. It's how people feel when they actually hear it that makes all the difference to me. So that, that that's an interesting uh, take. Um don't think I've heard oh. that one uh before. Well, okay. In other words, I kinda get my validity by other people liking it, I guess, right? <laughs> that's kinda of what I'm saying. <laughs> no. I mean you know, I'm after uh, uh eleven years in this game, I trust me. I have heard most answers to most questions. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. But, yeah, I, th- I think that it's, you know, I do it because I have to. I write because I have no choice. I put them out because I'd like other people to hear them. Um, and, when, and when they do, it just makes a huge, um, a huge difference to me. So, it's, okay. Got to wrap this up, that uh, evil woman. That, that was nagging us before we went on air <laughs> is back and is nagging me. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, lady. <laughs> um, this is Simon Barrett um, wishing everyone a happy, healthy, and safe week. We'll be back again soon with another edition of the Week in Reviews. Till then, uh, goodbye, Holland. 
good luck, and please keep in touch. Okay. Thank you, Simon. Until next time, goodbye. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.